0: The ninth day of the month. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it, until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. James 5, verses 7 through 8. With the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. Second Peter 3, verse 8. Today, we consider patience as a fruit of the spirit. As technology presents us with newer and even speedier labor-saving gadgets, we become less and less practiced at patience. We wonder why it takes several seconds to place a phone call to someone half a world away, forgetting that not very long ago, it took months to convey a message that distance by ship and an equal amount of time to receive a reply. Small wonder that we are strangers to the petition of the hymn writer George Crowley, Teach Me the Patience of Unanswered Prayer. Throughout this day, take notice of your own patience or lack thereof. Ask God for greater patience, but also for the quality that underlies it, trust. Frame for trust in the graciousness of God, whose schedule may not fit our own, but whose will is always directed toward our good. Opening Prayer Eternal God, you cannot be constrained by our ways of counting time. Grant us, therefore, patient endurance and steadfast trust, so that we may wait for you without faltering, and as witnesses to others, may serve you without hesitation, in good times or ill. For the sake of Jesus Christ, the faithful witness Amen Psalm 13 Long enough God you've ignored me long enough I've looked at the back of your head long enough long enough I've carried this ton of trouble, lived with a stomach full of pain, long enough my arrogant enemies have looked down their noses at me Take a good look at me, God. My God, I want to look life in the eye so no enemy can get the best of me or laugh when I fall on my face. I've thrown myself headlong into your arms. I'm celebrating your rescue. I'm singing at the top of my lungs. I'm so full of answered prayers. This is the sixth Sunday after Pentecost and the um, lectionary year A in the Revised Common lectionary, beginning with Genesis in selected passages from chapter 24, verses 34 through 38. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master so that he has become rich and he has given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and servants and maids and camels and donkeys now Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master in her old age, and he has given him all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I live. But you shall go to my father's house and to my relatives, and take a wife for my son. And then from verses 42-49. through 49, so I came today to the spring, and said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if now you will make my journey, on which I go, successful, behold, I am standing by the string, and may it be that the maiden who comes out to draw, and to whom I see, Please let me drink a little water from your jaw, and she will say to me, You drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master." Before I had finished speaking my heart, behold, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. And went down to the spring and drew, and I said to her, Please let me drink. She quickly lowered her jaw from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will water your camels also. So I drank, and she watered the camels also. Then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nathor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. And I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her fingers, on her wrist. And I bowed low and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had guided me in the right way to take the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. So now, if you are going to deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. And if not, let me know that I might turn to the right hand or the left. And then finally, verses 58 through 67. Then they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. Thus they sent away their sister Rebekah and her nurse with Abraham's servant and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said to her, May you, our sister, become thousands of ten thousands, may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. Then Rebekah arose with her maids, and they mounted the camels and followed the men. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac had come from going to Beer-Aloi-Horoi, for he was living in the Negev. Isaac went out to meditate, in the field toward the evening, and he lifted up his eyes and looked up, and behold, camels were coming. Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel. She said to the servant, Who is that man walking the field to meet us? And the servant said, He is my master. Then she took her veil and covered herself. The servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and he took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. Thus Isaac was comforted, after his mother's death. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 7, verses 15 through 25. For what I am doing I do not understand, for I am not preaching what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. But if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully confer with the law of God in the inner man. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 11, and selected verses, beginning with verses 16 through 19. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces who call out to the other children and say, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a glutton man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. And then, verses 25 through 30. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for this way you was well-pleasing in your sight, and all things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. prayer for Sunday. God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Ruth Ritchie from the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2022. Let the pride of the powerful surrender to love. Let the prejudice of the privileged surrender to love. Let the dark corners of our hearts surrender to love. Let the cold of our uncaring ways surrender to love. Let the brokenness of our estrangement surrender to love. Let the blindness of our ignorance surrender to love. Let us surrender all to love as we pray to the Holy One who encompasses all creation with love. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God,